0: Hello and you're very welcome back to Series 6 of the Public Eye Podcast brought to you by Granite Exchange. I'm your host as always Sarah Travers, lovely to be back with you today and as you'll know if you've been tuning in regularly throughout the series, I speak with local entrepreneurs and business owners to learn more about how their companies have come to be, to gain insight into their growth and find out how they continue to innovate. So wherever you get your podcasts from, remember to keep an eye out for all new episodes and subscribe to stay. Up to date. So, who is today's guest? Well, I can tell you for the latest episode of the series, I'm joined by David Henry, director of Sprayform UPVC painting company. David, you're very welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks, Sarah. Thanks for having me.
0: So, before we get chatting, I'm going to give you uh, a little bit of background on David and indeed on his business. So following in his siblings' footsteps, David began his career studying teaching and after qualifying as a teacher, jobs were few and far between at the time, so he ended up moving to Dublin to pursue a different interest, a love interest. Uh, And now his wife, Sarah, who has also featured as a guest on this show and indeed has her own podcast too from this very studio, The Activist Lawyer. But also during his time in Dublin, David worked in door-to-door sales and he there developed a real passion for business. Following his return to Newry after he got married and working in education, he saw a gap in the market in 2019 and started up Sprayform as a little bit of a side hustle to the teaching. So Sprayform are specialists in repairing, refurbishing and recolouring existing PVC, aluminium and composite surfaces. Sprayform partners with leading door and window manufacturers, PVC installation companies, construction companies and homeowners to transform doors and windows at any location. That was a good plug for the business, David, wasn't it?
1: (laughs) Yeah, sure was, sir.
0: So lots in there. And I'm wondering, actually, in this briefing, did Sarah have anything to do (laughs) with the little intro to you there? There was a lot about her. Um, (laughs) So behind every great woman, though, there's a great man. So let's start with your story. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where did you grow up?
1: Uh, locally here, more, well, originally from Warren Point, um, just down the road.
0: So you're a local man, local and, and person, you're back yeah. living here now back, with back,
1: back in Yurri now. So,
0: so a family man with three kiddies,
1: three kids, yeah,
0: yeah, fantastic. But y- your first love, I suppose, was was teaching and um, you know being an educator. But I think there was always a, a little bit of an entrepreneur inside. What made you? What was the moment that you saw that gap in the market?
1: Um, so I actually I've actually come full circle now So I actually started out studying business Here in, in the tech
0: So you started studying business at the tech um, So business actually maybe was your first love Maybe you went down a different route first of all Why, <laughs> why the teaching?
1: Yeah so I, I ended up going I, I went to England And I studied teaching in St Mary's um, To be honest it was kind of All my family were very academic And I felt I kind of had to Try to be that way as well um although I wasn't the best in school myself and I was dyslexic as well. Um so I was kind of just trying to prove a point. Um and now i have kind of moved back into
0: And actually gone with what your gut was telling gone you. Going with my gut right. yeah. But that's hard to do, isn't it? Especially if you've come from a family and everybody has uh, done certain things and achieved certain things. Were you not encouraged to think about business or was it ever even discussed back when you were younger?
1: I c- no i suppose growing up in northern ireland at the time the big thing was education you know good education behind you your stable background um the parents would have been really encouraging that um
0: so what did your parents do
1: uh, both parents they're, they're Well one's retired uh, Both retired doctors um, One's still working She's a 72 year old doctor Working through the pandemic
0: Oh my goodness me that's that, that calling stays with person you a very personal Like yourself Oh for goodness sake <laughs> Right So she's from Coleraine Originally you were chatting there So she's been working Throughout the pandemic And no yeah. sign of retiring Or is this Has oh, this broken her? I don't think she her?
1: No no I don't think She will retire No She's Gosh. passionate about it
0: But you see That's the calling isn't it That's the vocation Mm hmm Um your vocation seems to be spraying <laughs> doors and windows to transform them. So talk us through, Where, where I, I did mention there that gap in the market, so what was yeah. the turning point?
1: So it was actually my sister, she uh, found someone that could do it um, and she'd mentioned it to me, but there was so few people out there that it was a, you know, a very, very long waiting list and I just thought it was a great idea and I decided to go and find out how to do it and... Yeah, so we started off with likes of YouTube, did a bit more research into it, um, got in touch with paint companies over in the UK. We went over to them to kind of, you know, looked at their paints and learned their, their methods. So that's where it kind of started from.
0: So what does this actually give the customer? Um, what would people have done before you could spray the PVC? You probably... Well, there wasn't anything. There wasn't anything yeah, like that. Yeah, you'd have
1: to replace. And, you know, that's very expensive. Um and it's getting more expensive. The cost of all materials have gone right through the roof. Um, so it gives them an alternative. Um, I suppose some people might have attempted it with different paints, but, you know, if it's not the right paint system, it's going to f- fall apart and start flaking and look terrible. Yes. We have seen some terrible examples out there that you can't, once it's like that, you can't fix it.
0: So you had to do a lot of research, I'm sure, to get the right yeah. paint.
1: Yeah, so we had to get the right paint. Formula. System. Yeah.
0: And how did you go about that?
1: Uh, so the markets is much more established in, in the UK mainland. Um, it's been going for some companies 20 years. Um, so the paint systems were kind of industrial. You would have seen them in like, your TVs and stuff. Um, so it's a very, very similar process. And did you actually go and do the job? Did you actually
0: hands-on become the person who painted? Or did you get somebody yeah, else to, begin to do with, that?
1: Yeah, no, the weekends, um, like Sarah would tell you, um, we started the business just the week after our second child and i just had to go for it and we we first of all we did our own house uh turned out very well some of the neighbors were asking about it so i ended up doing the neighbors Then some of the relatives said looks good did it with them and yeah kind of steamrolled we put up some pictures on social media and we had lots of inquiries and yeah we just started working through the backlog
0: the neighborhood and the, the word of mouth and, and people actually could see yeah. the results how did it transform your own home what would you say you went from to i one? really
1: have to modernize it definitely i could just because funny enough uh when we did that first house the people we bought the house off actually put in a message under the post to say oh my god that used to be my house <gasps> like that they were just shocked
0: at the transformation at the
1: transformation yeah right so it was still their same windows and stuff um But it just, you know, really helped modernise that house.
0: See, I hadn't heard about anything like this before. I've heard about, you know, revamping your old kitchen cupboards Mm. or things like that. But this, you know, there was a time when PVC and white PVC was everywhere. And, you know, given the elements in this country, it kind of gave you, you know, it wasn't going to rust or whatever. But it went out of fashion.
1: Yeah. It's a bit boring. It's a bit boring. Although sometimes we're finding that there's lots, you'd have a lot of uh, brown colours as well and people want white you know so some houses it, some houses it works really well like a, a house th- a country style house we did one recently or just outside lisbon a beautiful big 10 bedroom house and they had uh irish oak brown sort of tan brown windows and it just didn't complement the house at all um so it was an english couple that bought the house and they asked us to come and do it and it just really transformed the whole house for them so they just went for white and actually it looks really, really good so you could paint anything. Yeah, we can paint pretty much anything. We, we stick to what we, we're, we're good at, but yeah.
0: This podcast is sponsored by Granite Legal Services, a niche business and immigration law practice located in the heart of Newry City. Granite Legal Services provides legal advice to both individuals and companies alike across a wide range of industries. From employment, commercial or corporate law matters to immigration law, Granite Legal Services focuses on providing legally sound, practical advice to its clients. To get in touch, visit www.granitelegalservices.co.uk or contact 028 3026 2200. Right, so talk us through then, you, you've gone on to social media, people are thinking, oh yeah, I'm quite interested in this. Did you see a big boom uh, through the pandemic when home became very important to people? Yeah, Even we're more important. we
1: were constantly busy. We are increasing um, year on year, just as more and more people become aware of it as a, as, as a service. Yeah, definitely, get much, much busier. I don't know whether the pandemic, I think we, we would have continued to grow the way we were going anyway. Um, as we get more staff, we could you know do more work, Uh, The more work we did, the more jobs we got because the word of mouth and people seeing the results. So I'm not sure the pandemic didn't affect us one way or the other, um, other than it made life more complicated for everyone. Yeah.
0: And obviously then, you know, you decided I'm going to move away from the teaching now and give this... Yep. My full attention. Full attention. Yeah. So, talk us through the whole process from the first contact with the customer right through to how you carry out the job, how it all works. Where are you doing this now? And sure. I pick up the phone. And I say, "I want new doors." Yeah, do windows. phone us if okay. you <laughs> want.
1: <laughs> there's no problem. We can sort you out. Uh, so people normally g- send us a message. You know, sort of either through Facebook or email us or they uh, WhatsApp. You know, there's, we're all on all on different things. Um, if it's a small job. We we'll generally encourage people to send a couple of pictures. We want to give them a kind of a rough idea of what's going to cost them, yeah. rather than us having to travel all over the country to do a survey. And it's you know it's not within their their budget. Um, so a couple of pictures we can kind of give a rough estimate. Then if it's a small job, generally we're happy enough to proceed with that. Uh, if it's a bigger job, we will go out and do a survey. If we need you know different equipment, access equipment and stuff, um, then we just obviously put it in the diary and get it done for them
0: right and deliver it's very straightforward it sounds very straightforward and is it very cost effective for a customer because you know if i've no idea of the cost mm-hmm. and obviously it depends on the size of the house and how many things you have to do but mm. would you say it's a great option and a cost effective option
1: definitely see it saves people a fortune um we work with so many of the, the companies that supply doors and windows we know the kind of cost of these things they get us to do work for them when, when mistakes happen um yeah, if, you're, if your windows are perfect order and you just want to modernise or change the colour, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So also th- you're just wanting some a refresh, but if there's damage there...
1: Yeah, we can we can carry some repairs as well if required.
0: And what trends are you noticing at the minute?
1: Uh, well, when we first started out, grey was the big thing. Um, now we're seeing a lot more colours. We had recently a Lamborghini yellow, which is mm. cool as. Uh, Where was we, that? That was actually not too far from it's here in okay. Uri. <laughs> Um, I'm not on all the jobs these days, so I, I don't oh. know exactly where it is, but not too far from here. We've had the likes of pink doors, yeah, ah, beautiful colors. I think with social media and the likes of TikTok and um, all the different things, visual, isn't yeah, it? people see these things and they're like, I want that. Mm-hmm. And I encourage them to do that. Mm-hmm. And then if they want to change it every few months, I encourage that as well.
0: Right, so that would be quite cheap to do, would it?
1: Well, well <laughs> bring it on. Keep bring us it on. busy.
0: Right, you sound like you are busy. The fact that you are not on the jobs as much now. So, how mm-hmm. does it work? How much have you grown?
1: Um, yeah, we've grown year on year. Um, we now have six guys working for us. We have four vans. We we're increasing them. Um, yeah, it's very busy.
0: Are you are you recruiting at the minute? We are.
1: We're in a big recruitment drive um, at the moment. We have yeah a lot going on and we're fully booked for the summer already uh, we're into like we have coming up this month um, self in Dublin we have the ideal show as well in Dublin uh, Love Your Home Belfast we're looking at as well um, the Balmoral show okay. so we're really really pushing it we have a new website it's coming out in the next few weeks um yeah, so we'll be everywhere. If you have anything to do with your house, we'll probably be there. It is so exciting
0: there. for you and completely different. Do you feel now that you've found your calling, your vocation?
1: Um yes. I see it as a I saw I just thought it was a brilliant business idea mm-hmm. and something I could grow into. Um like I am very keen on business. Um and I do think it's something's gonna be around for a very long time. It's only gonna increase. Um, but we're always on the lookout for other business ventures as well.
0: When you start out and you are an entrepreneur and you're doing something different, so much um so much of it is about being that front man, is about f- being that front person, is yep. about doing interviews like this, yes. is about going on the stands and the trade shows, talking yep. to the people. Um, obviously you're you did that in front of a classroom of children. Um, mm-hmm. How different is that for you? How much of a challenge is that for you to become a salesman or are the skills transferable?
1: Yes and no. Um, th- that kind of side of things, yes. The whole business side of things in terms of counts and VAT and all that is a minefield for me. But then it's getting the right people to help you with that. That's you it. know, Nuri Moore is brilliant. There's so many successful business people and if you get out and speak to them, they're so willing to, ha- to help you. Uh, the Chamber have been fantastic you know we've had so much support really in the community
0: and it is amazing Uh, we have so many guests in this uh, podcast and I'm starting to realise actually that nearly everybody that sits opposite me who's had this great business idea it's their creativity that's making the business work and they all say the same thing I hadn't the first clue about this I didn't know how to do what was net what was VAT what was this what was profit what was loss And then they realised there's somebody else to do that, but really Mm -hmm. the vision and the creativity and the imagination to evolve and keep evolving was Mm -hmm. what made the business a success. Do you believe that?
1: Oh, definitely. Drive, yeah. Blinkers on, just, yeah.
0: And how much support have you had then from people? You mentioned there, nuri Chamber and support of other, um, you know, obviously this place is full of entrepreneurs.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is packed, absolutely mental, the amount of people who are just phenomenal business people. Um, it's just getting two different places to meet them um, even just LinkedIn you know sending them a message fancy coffee and just chatting to them um,
0: and yeah. how do you manage it all because you've got three very young children what ages mm-hmm. are your little ones?
1: eight three and about eight months now
0: Okay, so not much sleep happening in that house as well. (laughs) No,
1: definitely not. (laughs)
0: And a very busy activist, uh, lawyer, uh, wife also. (laughs) Um, And now this brilliant new business, um, how do you juggle it all?
1: Terribly, um, but luckily Sarah's there to pick up all the pieces.
0: Oh, Right, I'm sure you do your... I'm, do you, <laughs> sh- she sees the bigger picture, you see. She sees the bigger picture. She sees that maybe she'll be able to kick back and relax a wee bit whenever
1: you're... <laughs> well, I, now, s- when I met Sarah, she was a solicitor, obviously, and oh. I kind of thought she'd be my cash oh. guy. But it <laughs> so, yeah. hasn't quite worked out that way.
0: Well, do you know what? You sound like you're a good team. Is <laughs> I'm that important? So.
1: Oh, definitely, yeah. The team's so important. And family, um, yeah. So, they've really helped.
0: And you know do you talk to sarah about the business would she be involved in the business i too? do
1: but if it's kind of technical side she switches off if it's anything to do with money she switches off switches off on most things to be honest um <laughs> but yeah um
0: and i'm just wondering board offer <laughs> yeah well i mean that's what it's all about really i'm sure there's bits that you switch off <laughs> a- around as well but you've got that strength in each other and you know it is that team effort when both of you are or are working very hard and and trying to juggle that with family life. It has to be a team. That's the only way to do this. In terms of your family, um, Mm -hmm. your original family, if you like, what's their reaction been to David the entrepreneur as opposed to David the
1: teacher? (laughs) Um, They've been very positive. Um, My father especially, he, he was very positive about it. He just thought it was a brilliant idea. In fact, when I said it to him, he was like, you can actually do this. Because they have a, you know, a nice big home. And he was like, I've always hated those windows. I was thinking, when I retire, I was actually going to replace all the windows in the house. I didn't know I could do this. And I was like, yeah.
0: And I know a man who can do them for you.
1: <laughs> exactly. And yeah, he was he was very positive. Like, he was like, yeah, go ahead. You, go ahead, you can do it. So we did his one of the houses we did. And it's it a great sample. In fact, we were back there um, recently and we replaced all his fish and his gutter and all as well. So, yeah.
0: Now, tell me some of the more exciting projects that you've worked on, because you are very modest, but I think there have been some
1: yeah, we've big jobs. Yeah, we worked on, yeah, Michelin star restaurants, um, two star Michelin star restaurant down in Dublin, um, Amsterdam, and just, there's so, sometimes they're a little silly jobs, but, you know, they're, they're nice prestige. We did the Cliff House Hotel in Waterford as well. Beautiful. Um, yeah, and some of the houses we go to are stunning. Like There's so many beautiful properties all across the country, and... Yeah, And when you're looking for people to come and work with you, Mm.
0: what kind of person are you looking for?
1: Most important, customer service. It's so important. Everyone hates a grumpy tradesman. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have to be obviously respectful, but have a bit of banter with customers as well. Skill set, ideally if we could find people that had all the skills we needed, then lots of people would be doing it, so you kind of have to train people up. Um, so we're looking at people with the right attitude, most importantly.
0: So attitude is really important. Yeah. And what about those people who are maybe, you know, looking for a change of job or God, to yeah. upskill? Would there, be, would there be, a? I mean, are you looking for other teachers or are you looking yeah. for people that used to work in a factory? Or could anybody actually upskill to this? How difficult, how physical and challenging is it?
1: I st- like I obviously I started this as a teacher, so I don't think it's particularly difficult. We have had a lot of staff gone through that. They've clearly found it difficult, you know, oh, they didn't okay. quite have the skill set. Um yeah, it's like attention to detail, it's um being willing to learn. Um it's a, it's a, it, the boys love it, it's a great lifestyle, you know. They're in different sites most days of the week, you know, they're driving around the country. The work isn't that physically taxing you know it's you know you're not lifting big blocks running out like there um and it's a skill set that we think is going to be very practical for so many industries
0: and what about the safety and, and looking after the, the well-being of the staff too yeah. if you're using paints and things like that mm. would chemicals be an issue and how much protective clothing do they have to wear
1: um they're supplied all PPE all ppe equipment that they need masks um, yeah, it's storage, we've got units where we store paints as well
0: So how do you see the business growing? Um, do you see yourself diversifying into anything else? Or are we going to stick with this very focused <laughs> respraying? Or, or can you not tell me or somebody will steal the no,
1: idea? 100%. No, 100% <laughs> I'm No, always very keen to think of all lots of other ideas Ideally I'd like to move into home improvements um, But then people tell you sometimes to stay focused as mm. well It's a tricky one um, and who do
0: you listen to for business advice?
1: I just bounce off anyone I can. Um, do
0: you ask a lot of questions?
1: All the time, yeah.
0: Right. So, to whom?
1: To, uh, any uh, customers, um, business people.
0: So, do you love customer feedback?
1: Yes. Oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, because a lot of people fear that, but that's so important to oh, you, especially no. when you're building this business.
1: Yes, because no, like, the more I learn about social media and the importance of... like. I built a website in the weekend. I don't know anything about websites, but it's like a it's something there that can people can go to and see some of our samples, contact give, information, Give it a plug. Spray formcouk Um we're having one updated now so it should be much better and glossier.
0: And the word of mouth and the social media is so so important too, David. Who yeah. feeds that hungry beast? Because that requires a lot of photographs to be taken, yeah. uploaded. And something to say about it, although it's pretty obvious what you're trying to say, but, you know, how, do you do that or does somebody else do that for you?
1: At the moment, myself. I do most of that myself at the moment. Um, do you enjoy that side? I don't mind it, yeah. It, generally, the boys would send the photographs in. I'd pick sort of the best ones and we put them up. And, yeah, we keep it short and simple. It's just like, this is what we've done, so.
0: And when you were doing the Michelin star restaurant or the, mm. or the hotel, how had they heard about you?
1: Uh, they came across us just contacts uh, we would have met in different businesses Um, yeah word of mouth really word of mouth is everything
0: Um, what's been the biggest challenge so far um, for you in business
1: Um, not having staff in Cork, Kerry (laughs) Derry yeah because we get pulled from pillar to post all over the place Um, so if you
0: had staff now how big could this be if you had the skilled workforce available?
1: We could be all over the country, Great Britain. I, to be honest, I think we could be all across Europe. Um, you just ha- you walk anywhere. You see doors, businesses, scratches, paint chips. Um, yeah, there's any amount of things we could be doing.
0: Okay, but, you know, in terms of sort of costs to get off the ground, mm. what do you do about getting the collateral <laughs> for that?
1: Yeah, I need to learn more about that. At the moment, everything we kind of... We just keep reinvesting the money in the business into buying more equipment, buying more vans, training, um, all that sort of stuff. I think
0: that's what you have to do, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. At um, the start,
0: and then it will hopefully yeah. reap dividends. Would you like the children to go into the company?
1: If, eventually. If it's still there, um, <laughs> why not?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's been a, a pleasure talking to you today. David, we always ask all of our guests on the Public Eye podcast... Um, what advice they would give to those people. And you probably, above all of the guests, really, because you've been in another career for such a long time now. What if somebody's listening to this today who's who've always had this business idea, but they've no idea where to begin or they're unsure as to whether the risk is worth taking? What would you say?
1: Go for it. Just fully <laughs> no hesitation, No hesitation. Blinkers on. Just do it and... Listen. Everyone's going to criticise you and tell you off. Yeah, if you think you have a good idea, go for it.
0: Do you wish you'd done this sooner?
1: No, I think timing was. Uh, timing was right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I think th- timing was perfect.
0: Well, um, give us another plug there for the for the website spray hyphen
1: forum. Dot .co.uk.
0: co.uk.co.uk. Wish you every success for the future. David, thank you so much for joining us today on the Public Eye Podcast. David Henry, Director of Spray Form. And remember to subscribe to stay up to date. We'll be back with another episode very soon. This podcast was recorded in Granite Podcast Studio. Interested in starting up your own podcast, but don't know how?